Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, empowerment coach and spiritual feminist. And today I have the pleasure of sharing time with Sandy Rakowitz, horse crazy, intuitive and creative entrepreneur, healer, coach, author, and speaker. Welcome, Sandy. Hey, Joni. Thanks so much for having me. So good to have you here. So let me tell you a little bit about Sandy. She has a passion and a joy for inspiring women to awaken to their purpose and powerfully create their lives to go from stressful to thriving. She is an incredible animal communicator and healer who has guided women for over two decades to find their center so they can live from their wellspring of wisdom and expertise in life, home, with their animals, and with their careers and as business leaders. Her current healing event and teleseminar, Three Powerful Ways to Create Your Life Now with Spirit Animal Guides, has people registered from all over the world and is creating quite a buzz. So you've got quite a lot going on, Sandy. Yes, I love to have things going on. (laughs) It's fun to create. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We have that in common, don't we? Yeah, we do. So tell me, Sandy, how is money showing up for you in your personal journey these days? Well, it's showing up. That's the really great, fabulous news. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I really see money as a form of exchange and of energy. And so I have found many ways of creating that exchange. And, um, and, and, you know, one of the biggest things that I have been finding is really working with so many of the internal blocks that I have had that women in particular have i know men do also but there's you know uh, definitely some really big cultural things around money and work and leadership um, and our beliefs certainly in in this country and all around the world and so as i work with those and release what beliefs and old outmoded patterns uh, I, I release this ceiling that I had previously had, you know, that hold, has held me back basically. And so it's been an incredibly um, deep journey as well, and as well as really fulfilling because the capacity, our capacity, my capacity for change is so possible. Yes. I, I am nodding my head up and down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
So can you tell us how you're doing that or can you give us some insight? Yeah. Um, there's, I've had some really powerful breakthroughs with uh, looking at the, the specific beliefs and agreements that I've made in the past, you know, growing up that have remained as pretty much had been unconscious, you know, not in the forefront of my awareness, although I was seeing the results in my awareness, which was resulting in um, not having a lot of money. Um, you know, uh, decades ago, I actually lived on public assistance. I was on welfare for a short period of time, um, even though I had had a college degree, even though I had um, been teaching and training horses and had my own business doing that. Um, a number of things happened all around the same time and I couldn't find my way back out for a bit. And so, you know, that was a long time ago and I really didn't understand how to deal or face or be with the specific agreements or beliefs. I didn't, that wasn't even in my repertoire of my mind at that point, decades ago in the early nineties. And, um, you know, and so what I've done more specifically, more recently is working with the, really looking at those agreements between who, who it's, who I've made those agreements with unconsciously as a youngster what the beliefs were and it's like a, a key has been unlocking um, door after door actually and yeah and so my connections with the people that i had made the agreements with have changed for the better because of that in in the present day and also um, my relationship with myself has changed i held a tremendous amount of shame around uh money a lot of uh you know, certainly around being on public assistance at that time, I actually didn't even tell anybody for years and years and years, really, until more in the most recent years. And, uh, and a lot of people still don't even know that, you know, I here I am now in the present day. Um, I have multiple businesses, I as in the healing arts. And last year, I was able to earn over a hundred thousand dollars yeah right like <laughs> double high fives you know? yes. wow yeah yes that is quite a transformation it is and in the first quarter of this year um my income has almost actually more than doubled from the first quarter of last year and so this stuff really works <laughs> Yes, it does. And I, uh, yeah, it's moving just to hear that because I, I agree that so many of us as women and, and men, but as women have those internal beliefs holding us back. And if, um, if I could just clarify for our listeners, mm -hmm. this idea about the agreements. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming that you mean agreements with other people in your life when you yep. were a little girl yep. who somehow you had to 
play small or not succeed or is, is that what you're speaking of something like that yeah it's exactly what i'm speaking of and um it it wasn't even necessarily around money specifically it was what you're saying about being small it's you know it wasn't even things that were said directly most of the time. Um, and, you know, in retrospect, it's not about blaming anyone. It is really about finding that way for myself and why I, and this goes for everybody, you know, why I would come to the particular conclusions about what I can and can't do, what I'm capable of. For me, there was a lot about a sense of capability. Um, you know, just by virtue of being the youngest of three, being the only girl, you know, my cousins were all boys, my brothers, older, you know, there was so much, as I was growing up, there was just a lot of emphasis about, oops, sorry about that phone ring. Someone <laughs> <laughs> is calling though about this. <laughs> <laughs> so um it'll stop in a second um these electric phones i don't know how to turn them off so i can't even hang pick it up and hang it up <laughs> so um we'll roll with it yeah so i did lose my train of thought so um just being surrounded by oh, a culture of, yeah of you know exactly just the culture of somehow you know, for a variety of reasons, I got the sense that I wasn't that capable in, in terms of money, in terms of my own leadership. It's not, you know, I mean, I come from a, a long line of entrepreneurs, actually. I think I'm the fourth generation of entrepreneurs on wow. both sides of my family wow. um, and three on one side and four on the other. So that's, you know, it's a long line, but they were all the men in the family. So at any rate, um, I... I drew conclusions about what I could and couldn't do, what was okay and not okay. And it's really taken a lot of deep work to uncover and, and come and to understanding why I would make those agreements with, you know, my mother or my father or grandparents or my brothers um, in a very unconscious way at the time, you know, it, it's, it's from a child consciousness and, and that seeing how I lived my life into adulthood from those patterns and how they were not serving me to do the work that I'm really here to do, which is really about helping people myself to live from that divine nature, to deepen our connections with ourselves, with spirit. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not spiritual to be broke. <laughs> yes. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think that there's so many belief systems that have come out of different times mm -hmm. uh, in historically about what is service? What does that mean? What is okay to earn or not earn? How that equates with greed or things that are not good or, uh, you know, that money is inherently bad. Um, and I think that we're in a very special time where women have so much more availability and opportunity to 
walk through and out of those places where we weren't safe, where it wasn't okay, where um, very long cultural religious belief systems. Yes. You know, and I work with animals, so there's the whole lineage of St. Francis living a state of poverty and being of service. And, you know, it's really looking at different times. We're not living in the same times as St. Francis did. And um, it's, to me, it's about integrating and opening into the abundance that is available for all of us. And our deepest capabilities, really. Yes, yes, so opening to your not just permission but birthright to mm -hmm. succeed and to thrive and to offer your gifts in a way where you are nourished as well absolutely and i along with that Joni, i really feel that and have found and this is really in the last year that when i it, or rather experiencing it. I think it's something that I believed for a long time, but I'm able to live it differently now. And that the more I'm able to take care of myself and live through that place of opening and growth and a sense of worth and value, uh, the more service I can provide for others. And so the more I can give, the more freely I can give, and the more freely I can give, the more that comes back. So you asked before about how is money showing up and, and that's how it's through. That's what I mean by that exchange. It's, mm -hmm. it's, um, it's in a sense, it's like continuously breaking through ceilings in or, or barriers inside the self in order to keep letting that move more and more fully. Yes. And that, that, from my point of view, is the flow, whether you call, call it your sacred feminine flow or just the flow. That's, yes. that's what I'm hearing you say, which yes. is beautiful. Yeah. And is something that everyone can do, learn to do, be supported to break through those places. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I want to switch gears a little bit and shift to the feminine and how that fits into this picture for you, or if, if it does. It totally does, and I love it. I love it that you bring this perspective because I just feel like it's so important, and I, I feel like for me and my personality, I'm very much... Uh, I bring through and embody, I believe, like a lot of the feminine principle in, in and how I mean that is very much um, like a, a vessel in terms of how I bring forward this work, not only for women uh, and men, but also with ourselves and with animals. And that feminine principle to me is so important to balance with the masculine. It's not either or, it really, to me, needs to be in great balance. And I think culturally, again, and historically, it's been very out of balance. And so I feel very grateful to be living in this time where 
it's really great to be able to much more freely bring all of these different aspects out. Um, I love to bring out ceremony and ritual. I have a retreat coming up with my year-long program um, this coming week where I, I'm incorporating all of these things together with intuition and creativity and working with our um, gifts and strengths and uh, in our what I'm calling our superpowers as women and bringing that out into how we can more fully step into our power and our strength. And, and that's in balance with the feminine and allowing, not only allowing, but it's really um, accepting and encouraging and believing in and trusting in the feminine. Yes. And I'm, I'm struck by the fact that I know you do your beautiful and powerful work with humans, but yes. to me, there's something innately feminine just in connecting with the animal kingdom mm. and that whole piece of the natural world um, mm. which is you know the body the earth um, all the creatures of the earth mm. do tend from a spiritual perspective to be more um, within the realm of the feminine so I, I'm inclined to just ask you something about your work with animals. I'm not even sure what my question is, but mm -hmm. it feels important if you could say just a little bit more about that. Yeah, and thanks for seeing that because I've for so long worked with animals. It's just such a natural part of me. I mean, I grew up working with horses and um, training horses and teaching ride, horseback riding and became a standard riding instructor and then which really embodies uh, working with the principles of, of Tai Chi and, and uh, classical principles of horsemanship and, and bringing them together um, uh, along with body mechanics and self-awareness. And it's just such a beautiful body of work. And, um, uh, and I went to the Barbara Brennan School of Healing, which is a four-year program, professional training program, working with people with energy and consciousness in the human energy field and chakra systems. And then I just automatically started translating that work to using it with first my horse um, and then with other horses and then with dogs, cats and other animals. And um, I'm also a, do a body of work that's hands-on called Tellington T-Touch, which has been around for 40 years also. And um, is very, you know, the work that I do is very, very gentle. It's very attuned with the animal. It's all very holistically oriented, meaning you really look at the um, emotional, the mental, psychological well-being, as well as physical and health and behavior and, and all of the spiritual connections that come through all of this. And there's so many different facets of it. All of that grew into uh, animal communication and, and that connection with all of life and how we can tune in with uh, ourselves and with the animals more fully and connect consciously to understand what they're saying and what they're meaning and to deepen that bond together. So my work with animals really encompasses many different facets and I've developed a system, a method uh, called the Awaken Animal Communication Method, which even in that title is, is somewhat limiting because it's really not just 
quote unquote animal communication, but it's really about the deeper connections with all of us. And is that what the current, um, I'm looking, is it the, the seminar that you're doing? Is, is it related to all of that? Yeah, the teleseminar? The teleseminar, it is um, in the sense that it's connecting with spirit animal guides. Mm -hmm. And so there's an element for sure of, of uh, animal communication in connecting with beings who are no longer in physical form. Mm -hmm. And so I love to lead uh, uh, journeys with people where they go inward and uh, literally go on a journey. And in this particular one, it's really, I love it so much. Uh, there's um, a clearing and a cleansing that happens that, that I walk people through and then connecting with a particular challenge that they have uh, and getting insights and guidance from their spirit animal guides and, um, and then bringing that into their day-to-day -day life and how that can be of assistance. And I've been doing these journeys personally since I probably I think like the late 1980s and they've always been so powerful and moving and transformative for me they've been some brought forward some very pivotal times in my life it's it sounds incredible and I I'm sure people are our listeners are going to want to follow up on that and it, it you said that it's something that you may be offering again if they're not able to take advantage of it right now that yeah. Yep. They could uh, go to my website. Is it okay if I give my? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's www.oneheartheelingcenter.com and one is spelled out O N E, One Heart Healing Center. And uh, center is C E N T E R. Because I know sometimes when I spell it to people uh, overseas, they ask if. It's a different spelling, so. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, thank you. So um, I just wanted to ask, you intimated to a, a few times, but if you could share a time with us when you really trusted your sacred feminine flow. Yeah, I, I would say now. <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> really it's, now in your life yes. now in my life uh, more absolutely more than ever before um and and i see that not as a static place it's very much ongoing um you know even sometimes moment to moment uh, and it's it's a practice it's like a mindful practice uh and for me it's been a real retraining of my whole system um to keep saying yes and open saying yes to myself yes to my capabilities yes i can do this yes you know i illuminate positive change yes that's good yes i can keep going yes this flow can happen yes it is happening <laughs> yes to new ideas yes to champion being a champion for others <laughs> Yes to transformation. Yes to the dare. <laughs> it's all of it. Yeah. And you know, and with that, as I say that, it's. I think that being an entrepreneur is really one of the deepest, uh, growing, transformative experiences that is just ongoing all the time. 
Yes. Really calls us to keep digging deeper and keep going and keep moving through so that we can keep finding what is that flow? Yes. What does it mean to us? Yes, I absolutely agree. Yes. It is a a high form of spiritual work to be (laughs) an entrepreneur. Yeah. (laughs) If you're doing it in a conscious way. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So my final question today is, um, what wisdom would you share with your younger self? Or what would you like to say to her if you could? Hmm. What would I say to my younger self? Um, uh, relax. It's really, you're good. You're okay. You're, you, you know so much. Just believe it. Let yourself believe it and let it be all be okay. Trust that. Trust your intuitions. Trust you're good enough. And look at where you want to be and make decisions from there. But trust, trust yourself, sweetie. That's what I'd say. <laughs> so powerful. Oh, yes, I can feel that deep inside resonating. Yeah. As I'm sure sure our listeners can as well yeah i mean as women we're kind of taught not to (laughs) trust ourselves right so right and and the places where we get our signals from be it our emotions or our physical bodies Mm -hmm. we we are taught to disconnect from or discount yes yes so it's cause for celebration when we do reconnect and open and trust. It's so true, right? It is. It's good. Yes. It's, it is cause for celebration all the time. <laughs> yes. All those times, all appreciating all those moments. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, I just feel, I feel compelled to say that what a gift it is for the world that you are living your gifts and mm-hmm. in, in being well supported because I know the power of your work. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it and received it. And so I just want to express that. Mm. Thank you so much. That means so much to me, Joni. Thank you. You're welcome. And, and also to affirm that for each of us to to be supported so we can share our gifts, whether it's as an entrepreneur or as a, a parent or a spouse or a, a member of the community, um, that we deserve that as women, Absolutely. as people. Absolutely. So thank you, Sandy, for taking this time with me today. Well, gosh, thank you so much. I just so appreciate your asking, Joni, the opportunity and also appreciate you for doing all the things that you do because I've known you for a long time and you do such heartful, beautiful work with women in the world. And I just so appreciate you. Thank you. Doing a a deep bow. And we want to say thank you for listening today. 
And I know that uh, you may be wanting to get in touch with Sandy, so I'm going to share her website once again. It's www.oneheartheelingcenter.com. And again, the one is spelled out, O-N-E, and the center is C-N-T-E-R. And I do recommend that you check out her site and check out her offerings because they are amazing. And until next time, I encourage you to always trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes.